Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. everybody and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. I'm Sunny here hosting with Caleb. Woo! We got some good news for you peoples today. We have actually, uh, I hate to say this, this will be almost exclusively a news episode because there's so much to go over that... So much. Yeah, there's really not a lot of like tournament results and things of that sort to go over at this time, but we do have Konami's Big Secret... The entire set list of King's Court finally got spoiled. It's not cracked, but it's, it's still really good. I don't know, man. It might be cracked. It's pretty good. Like, the more you look at it and, like, the deeper you look at it, it's pretty insane. Yeah. Um. So, first off, we now know what all the new Poker Knight cards are. Uh, I think they're... Are they called the Face Cards? Is that their dark type? Face Knights? The, I, face Cards? I've been calling them the Poker Knights. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, the um. so they're an engine now. Um, it's an engine that doesn't go anywhere, but it's an engine. It goes somewhere. I mean, yeah, it, it puts out uh, Arcana Knight, extra, no, Extra Knight, Joker, and Arcana Knight, Joker, both of which are Omni Negates. Yeah, so before we get into all that, though, uh, a little bit of intro, quick play news. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening today. We hope that you enjoy the coming episode. It's going to be our best one yet. Every episode is our best one yet. We, oh, yeah, we try. <laughs> Uh, the most important thing to remember is please be sure to follow us on Twitter at Top Cut Podcast. Follow us on uh, my personal is at Dat Chumley. Caleb is at Jam the Man 17. Be sure to give us a follow. If you're listening to this anywhere except Spotify, be sure to leave us a like of review. Spotify does not have any kind of a like or review system built in. But like, Which is weird. It's it's really weird. But Apple Podcasts does, uh, Google Podcasts, they all have a, a review system. By the way, we should finally actually be up on Apple Podcasts. Right! We are on Apple Podcasts. So, if you would prefer, I know most people listen on Spotify. Something like 90% of our listens come from Spotify because it's kind of the easiest platform to access. If you want to listen to, on Apple Podcasts, if that's your normal platform and you would prefer to go back to that... We are now available on Apple Podcasts. There will be a link in the description below. All that said, thank you for joining us today. Quick play news. The only real quick play news other than King's Court full set spoiler. We have the OCG Tournament Pack 2021 Volume 3. There are a couple of interesting reprints here. Mainly, they'll get the ZW Eagle Claw, Penguin Soldier, Curry Born, Cloud Castle, uh... A new token, uh, the Monarch Stormforth. Destiny Hero Celestial. Right, so they, a lot of times with the OCG tournament packs, the some of the reprints are very telling for the support that they plan on doing in the future, so we can 
possibly expect new Destiny hero support. So. And Burst of Destiny, because it's very specifically desi- it's very specifically designed around to help promote stuff in Brothers of Legend and in the OCG, and also Burst of Destiny. Right, right, right. Well, that'll be it for quick play news. Now let's go ahead and get on into the episode. All right, so let's talk a little bit about King's Court. We're going to there, there's so much to cover here, and we don't want this to just be us reading the website. But there's so many new cards, and this particular archetype got so much support. I mean, because originally it was literally four cards in the entire archetype. Right. Um, and so they're like, so yeah, they need this, they need that, they need this kind of card, they need a trap card, they need a couple of spell cards. So they added just a metric truckload of new cards for this archetype. Yeah, for sure. I mean, th- like you said, the archetype went from two vanillas and one effect monster. And a fusion. And one fusion to an entire playable archetype. Playable engine, I would say. Um, yeah, but the really cool part is that a lot of this doubles as generic warrior support. Oh, yeah. Uh, some of it is very specifically light warrior. Gee, I wonder how anyone's going to ever abuse light warrior support. Right. Um, but then a good chunk of it is just warrior. Warrior. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, we're going to get on into it a little bit. The, the first card... I'm, I'm not not trying to take anything away from you, Caleb, but I'm probably going to read most of these cards. I mean, you're the one with the computer screen with all the effects pulled up. (laughs) Yeah, so without Caleb without a phone and my Apple TV not wanting to sync to my computer for some reason, we basically don't have a teleprompter. So uh, I'm going to read most of the effects, and Caleb will do a breakdown on the usefulness within the archetype. Oh, yeah. So Arcana Triumph Joker, a light level 10 warrior effect monster with question mark attack. The level ten with question mark attack is actually very relevant. We'll, we'll I'll point it yeah. out. We'll point out when we get to there. If this card is in your hand or a graveyard, you can send one Queen's Knight, King's Knight, and Jack's Knight from your hand and or face up on the monster zone to the graveyard. Special summon this card. This card gains five hundred attack times the combined number of cards in both players' hands. You can discard one card, destroy all face up cards your opponent controls with the same type as the discarded card, which is not once per turn. Oh yeah, so as long as you got the uh, the hand fuel, you can just negate everything your opponent does. Uh, no, it's not negate. It's you can blow up their field. Oh, never mind. Yes, right. So as, long, as again, as long as you got the hand fuel, right. So this is really cool because, I mean, it can. First of all, it's a one card wipe your opponent's board. Well, I say one card. You have to have a discard also, but it wipes your opponent's board. It's attack is probably going to be somewhere in the range between two and three thousand yeah tw- uh, yeah I, I imagine the most common number is probably going to be is probably going to be 2025 or 3k because it's both players hands well if you get this out on, on turn one your opponent's going to have five cards right that's 25 you'll assuming probably no hand traps yeah assuming no hand traps you'll probably have two or three so that's already 3500 yeah uh, i mean it's realistically it's an otk tool Right. Oh, absolutely. very easily, especially so, late game. Yeah, and the the self recursion of summoning itself is cool. I don't know if it'll actually get run in the deck. Like, just being honest, yeah. maybe a one of. Yeah, and that's a big maybe because there's because the whole level ten question mark attack is very important. Right. Due to a later card, and we'll, I'll talk about why they may not run this, and even if right. they did, they only run one because they have better options. Uh, the next card is Joker's Knight, a light level 5 warrior effect monster, 2,000 attack, 1,400 defense. You can send one Queen's Knight, King's Knight, or Jack's Knight from your deck to the graveyard, so any one of the three. Special summon this card from your hand, and if you do, this card's name becomes the sent monster's name until the end phase. During the end phase, if this card is in your graveyard, you can target one other light warrior monster in your graveyard, shuffle it into the deck, and if you do, add this card to your hand. You can only use each effect once per turn. So the thing to remember about this guy is that even just putting him on board, if your opponent outs it, it just immediately recurs itself because it mills out mills out Jack's King or Queen's Knight, which are all light light warriors. And then return to your hand, you have to put one back in your deck. Right. So that again, that becomes it, it makes the engine like really recursive. Oh yeah, absolutely. But if you also notice, uh, you can return to your hand by sending any light warrior. Right. Any light warrior. doesn't matter. Um, so that's, again, you don't have to send back Jack, King's, Jack King, Queen, Snyder itself. You can send any light warrior, which is interesting. 
Um, it's not bad. That's no. for sure. Yeah, no, like, like, the, like the only light warriors of any relevance that I can think of right off the top of my head is BLS. You can recur your Black Luster Soldier Envoy of the Beginnings. Um, Honest Neos. Uh, maybe Neos Alias. Just light warriors. Yeah, just good light warriors that people run. I mean, there's like a list of light warriors that people that you can like realistically run with this stuff. Just off of elemental heroes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, next card. So, next card is Imperial Bower? Bower? Oh, it's Bower. Bower? Okay. Light level 4 warrior <clears throat> effect monster. Attack 1500. <clears throat> defense 1500. If you control no other monsters, you can tribute this card. Take two different monsters from your deck amongst Queen's Knight, King's Knight, Jack's Knight, and... Queen's Knight, King's Knight, and or Jack's Knight. And either... And, yeah, and either add to your hand or special summon each monster. You can only use this effect once per turn. So, it's turbo your knight cards. Oh, yeah, pretty much. And now, because of the way it's worded, you could very well either special summon both, or special summon one, add the other one to your hand, or just add both to your hand. The flexibility is unnecessary, but I like that it's there. Yeah, for sure. Um, That being said... Um, your primary targets are probably, like, if you're actually running this, and you're running, let's say, one of, uh, Jack's Keen and Queen's Knight, you would right. just, if you already have one hand, you would just use this guy to fetch the other two, just so he can immediately fuse off into Arcana Knight Joker, or link off into, um, Arcana Extra Joker, who we'll talk about later. Right. Yeah. Uh, who's another noob card. Uh, again, pretty decent. Um, also, since he's a light warrior, he's also recurrable with uh, uh, Joker with the Joker card we were just talking about before. All right. Um, next card is Joker's Straight. It's a normal spell card. Discard one card. Special summon one Queen's Knight from your deck. Add one King's Knight or Jack's Knight from deck to hand. Then immediately after this effect resolves, you can normal summon one monster. You cannot special summon monsters from the extra deck for the rest of this turn except light warrior monsters. During the end phase, if this card is in your graveyard, you can target one light warrior monster in your graveyard, shuffle into the deck, and if you do, add this card to your hand. You can only use each effect once per turn. Again, A, it recurs itself, but then, but the way it recurs itself is also the fuel to activate the card to begin with. Right. So, that's so that's really cool. Just almost infinitely recur, almost infinitely recurrable. Um... Second, the fact that you special summon the Queen's Knight and then you get the normal summon, you could special summon Queen's Knight. Well, you could add, use it, activate, special summon Queen's Knight, add King's Knight to hand, effect to normal summon the King's Knight, which then specials out uh, Jack's Knight immediately. Right. Um, <clears throat> and then just immediately uh, link three or activate a fusion spell, blah, 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 blah. And you can get out some pretty good stuff. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um,. Let's see. I believe the next card is the Quick Play? No, this is no? Face Card Fusion. Oh. Fusion summon one light warrior fusion monster from your extra deck using monsters from your hand or field as fusion material. If you control Queen's Knight, King's Knight, or Jack's Knight, you can use one monster from your deck as fusion material. Realistically, if you have two of the three in hand, you can like normal summon Queen's Knight, activate this card, and fuse like a Queen's Knight, a King's Knight, and the Jack's Knight from the deck. Yeah, to make Arcane Eye Joker. Right. Or, or to make another card that's later in the set, who I believe is a Light Warrior. He's another fusion? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could also make him with this. Right. <clears throat> um, but yeah, like I said, the whole thing, the whole point behind that card is exclusively so they can put out their uh, fusion monster Arcane Knight Joker. Yeah. Which is an old Yuki card. Alright, uh, the next card is Thunder Speed Summon. This is a quick play spell card. During the main or battle phase, immediately after this effect resolves, normal summon one level 10 monster. Or, if you control Queen's Knight, King's Knight, and Jack's Knight, you can apply this effect instead. Add one level 10 non-dark monster with question mark attack from your deck to your hand. Then, immediately after this effect resolves, you can normal summon one level 10 monster. Interesting. So first off, the first card we mentioned, um, what was her name? The very first card we mentioned? Arcana Triumph Joker. Yeah, Arcana Triumph Joker. She's level 10 question mark attack. Um, isn't Slifer also level 10 question mark attack? Yes, 
And he is not dark. He is divine. Correct. He's a not... So really, any level 10 with question mark attack that isn't dark, you can just... cheat. You could basically cheat out with this, which is great. Not cheat, but you can search and then immediately summon it out if you have the tribute material on board. Um... I can't think of any other level 10s with question mark attacks that are relevant outside of literally Triumph Joker and Slifer. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, and even then, our, even then, Triumph Joker is kind of a slightly weaker, but also slightly stronger Slifer. Because yeah. bo- both of them gain their, both of their attack points are based on how many cards are in hand. With Slifer, you have a lot more control over its attack power because it's just your hand. With Triumph Joker, you have less control, but then there's also a much higher threshold that she can hit as right. compared to Slifer. But you have far less control because your opponent might see that and just set all, all their spell cards and pass. Um, over uh, you know, and then even then, even if you decide to not do that, still just the first effect is still. Really good generic support for level tens, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, just really good generic support for any level ten monster. <clears throat> so the last two cards that we have here for the archetype are trap cards. One is Joker's Wild, a normal trap during the main or battle phase. Send one spell from your deck to the graveyard that specifically lists all of Queen's Knight, King's Knight, and Jack's Knight. This effect becomes that spell's effect when that card is activated. During the end phase, if this card is in your graveyard, you can target one light warrior monster in your graveyard, shuffle it into the deck, and if you do, add this card to your hand once per turn. This is a cool recursion trap card. Not only that, it also makes all your normal spell cards spell speed 2. Right. Oh yeah, which in and of itself is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Cause, yeah, yeah cause it really means, is. Yeah, because that means you could, um, you could set this and then actually fuse an Arcane Eye Joker during your opponent's turn. Or... Thunder Speed Charge into Slifer or Triumph Joker or something like that during your opponent's turn. Um, but, the, I mean, the limitation on it, the spell card has to list King's Knight, uh, Jack's Knight, and Queen, has to list all three of the Poker Knights, kind of limits what, it, it straight up limits it to three cards. <laughs> Right, right. Um, but still, having those cards acts as access to Spell Speed 2 is amazing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, the last one is Court of Cards, Continuous Trap. If you control no monsters or only control Queen's Knight, King's Knight, and or Jack's Knight, you can special summon one Queen's, King's, or Jack's from your hand or graveyard. You can banish up to one each of King's, Queen's, and or Jack's from your hand and or graveyard. Draw the same number of cards you banished. You can only use once per turn, and only once that turn. You can only use one of these effects per turn. Oh, so you gotta get a free normal summon or draw three. Uh, I mean, or draw you, up to three. So you can special summon one from your hand or graveyard, and then when this goes, okay, well, yeah, if it goes to the graveyard, then you. I mean, I feel like you almost need to run foolish burial goods. You can just send this to the graveyard. Yeah, just so. Yeah, just so. Whenever draw three. Yeah, just yes yeah, so that just that way. As soon as you're done using Jack King Queen Knight, banish all three and then draw three. That, right. Because then that makes it a plus two. Yeah. No. No, I think it's just a plus one then, because you had to use. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. Foolish Real Goods would make that a plus three, plus two. If you already have the other ones. If you already had uh, the Joker, King, Queen in your graveyard. Right. So, are we worried about only level 4 warriors or all warriors? What do you mean by that? Like, light warriors. Like, oh, uh, things that might go well with this. Uh, just generic light warriors, I guess. Okay, because even just level 4 light warriors, there's over 100. Jesus! Just light warriors. Yes, that's a hundred cards that this deck can interact with. Yeah, just on the fly. And that's just effect monsters. Yeah, and that's level, exactly level four, level four and lower. That's exactly level four. So that's a hundred warriors that this deck can interact with. That's Of course, that's Level and rank four. So that's all synchros, exceeds, rituals, okay, yeah. and effect yeah. monsters. Yeah, which are some monsters that the deck won't be able to actually interact with. But still, even if we take out those, that's probably still easily 50 different monsters. Lots of Satellar Knights, all the Noble Knights. 
Um, Sky Striker, Ace Rose. Kill me now. Um, oh no, Rose is searchable. Even more searchable. Yeah, even more searchable. Some of the ZS cards. Not really anything super relevant yeah. there. Neospace Connector. Oh, Neospace Connector! Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. that that's real good actually. Um, uh, check for level ten question marks while you're on, while you're on the database. Because now I'm curious to see what all is available. Okay. Uh, level ten. Doing this live. Yeah, yeah. This was not planned. Uh, does it have to be a? Is it just level ten with question mark attack? It has to have. It has to be level ten question mark attack. All right. Let's just search. I don't even know if question mark attack will come up. Wow, it definitely did. Um, oh, it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't help any. Uh, wow, all we have is one fusion. It doesn't even show Slifer. Weird. Oh, I'm still clicked on Light Warriors. Oh, so it only showed you all the Light Warriors who were level 10 with question mark attack. Well, there's one Light Warrior that's level 10 in question mark attack, everybody. It, it's a fusion. And it's a fusion. <laughs> that's not useful um maybe mm. no it's not do, 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 do. so dd esper star sparrow but it can only be special summoned it's got 3000 attack why isn't it why is it not showing question mark that is weird maybe the database just doesn't know what to do with question mark well, I think the bigger issue is that like it's still stuck on Light Warriors, but I don't have the Light Warrior checked. It's like huh. there's a bug in their system. Yeah, there's probably like a weird, weird okay. bug. Light, okay, so just level 10 question, question mark. mark attack. Okay, here we go. There's actually, wow, there's actually a bunch of them. Jesus, non-dark. 14. Remember, non-dark. Okay, well, that will narrow it down some. Okay, Cyber Eltanen. Oh, Cyber Eltanen. Yes. Okay, so that's good. But you have to have light machine monsters to summon it. Yeah. Blackwing Aurora, the Northern Lights, uh, which is... It's all right. It's kind of meh. Yeah. Uh, Ma'at. Uh, cannot be normal summoner set. Must be special from your hand by sending one light dragon and one light fairy. Gross. Yeah, you can't summon that thing anyway. The obvious one, Slifer. Yeah. And the new... Arcana Triumph Joker. And Winged Dragon of Raw. I thought it had a zero attack. Nope, it's cool. Question mark. Okay, Raw or uh, Raw or Slifer. Yep. Uh, doesn't show Obelisk, though. Because he has 4,000 attack. Oh. He very specifically has exactly 4,000 attack points. Oh. Huh. Now, if you can normal someone, this card's normal summon cannot be negated. Yep. When normal summon other cards and effects cannot be activated. When this card is normal summon, you can pay life points that so you only have 100 left. This card gains attack and defense equal to the amount of life points paid. So yeah, yeah. So Slifer and Raw all of a sudden are kind of actually playable in, in this archetype. Which which makes sense, because the whole archetype is built is built around keeping your hand full of cards... And then normal summoning, and it's a Yugi archetype from, uh, dual, ma from uh, dual Monsters... So, of course, it's going to also support Slifer on okay. accident. Tragodia is dark, though. On accident, in quotation marks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, after this, we have a Magnet Induction, which is a Magnet Warrior support card randomly. Uh, I, I think that's an OCG import. Yeah, it must be. XYZ Hyper Cannon, which is an XYZ Dragon Cannon support card. They had to get some Kaiba stuff in there somehow. If they got all this Yugi stuff. I yeah. guess. Uh, Golden Eyes Idol. That's Pegasus. That that's actually a real. That's actually a pretty good card. Uh, yeah. Once per turn, quick effect. You can activate this effect. Look at your opponent's hand. Also, this card's name becomes Thousand Eyes Idol, Idol until the end phase. If this card is banished or sent to graveyard by card effect, you can target one effect monster your opponent controls. <clears throat> equip that effect monster to one Eyes Restrict or Relinquish monster you control that cannot be normal summoned. While equipped by this effect, that monster gains attack equal to the attack of the equipped monster. You can only use uh, this effect once per turn. Interesting, though, that you can look at your opponent's hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Well, like that entire archetype, the whole relinquished archetype is pretty good. Yeah. Um, Zolga the Prophet. It's all right. 
Um, here's the big one. Number F-Zero Utopic Draco Future. We got it, boys. F-Zero! Yeah, it's not the import that I wanted, but I'll take it. <clears throat> it's, it'll be an ultra in this set. Yeah, it's it's not Numeronius, but... I'd rather this over Numeronius. To be fair, it makes a whole lot of uh, Exceed Spam decks a little bit better if they can pump out uh, two non-number Exceed monsters. Right, right. <clears throat> um, keep, now, well, keep in mind, to make F-Zero... Uh, utopic Dra- uh, Draco future. You need three, uh, three, three exceed mon- three non-number exceed monsters, or you can overlay it, or you can just overlay it on top of uh, F zero. Uh, right. Utopic future. Right. It's an upgrade to Utopic future. So then we have guilt, guilt Gearfried, the Steel Magical Knight, Crystal Girl. Ha ha ha! Guilt to Gearfried, uh, the Steel Magical Knight. Uh-huh. He's a super poly target. Yeah, two warriors with different attributes. Yeah, and he's also got a pretty good effect. Uh, once per turn, when a card or effect is activated that targets this card, quick effect, you can negate that effect, and if you do, to, uh, destroy one card on the field. If this card was fusion summoned using only monsters on the field as material, it can make a second attack during each battle phase. Once per turn, if this card battles an opponent's monster during damage count, quick effect, you can banish one spell from your graveyard. This card gains attack equal to half its current defense until the end of this turn. So his base attack is 27 and his defense is 16. Yeah, so it gain a hunter attack. Um, but like, I mean, this is also like to super poly this thing only requires two warriors with different attributes. What warrior deck doesn't run at least two attributes? This is just a really good generic super poly target. I'd, I'd pick one up just to ha- just to hold on to it. Yeah, I mean, it's a good card to have. Oh, yeah. Uh, particularly if if uh, generic warriors ever become, like, a problem, you have an out. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Girl import. Tendangle Dolls is an import. Rose Princess. Morph King. St- Sticky Gel. I don't know. Imports. Uh, White Rose, Cloister, Burning Soul, Hyper Galaxy, Pendulum Transfer, Pendulum Exceeds, Dowsing Fusion, um, which is like a Pendulum Fusion spell, Eternal Bond, and then obviously we have Queen's Knight, King's Knight, Jack's Knight all coming, probably all as collector's rares, judging by like the way the um, the way the way lettering looks on them. Yeah, very possible. Uh, Arcana Knight, Joker, lettering looks like it, all, it could also be a collector rare. Arcana Extra Joker. This is interesting. Three warrior monsters with different names. Once per turn, when a spell card, when a spell or trap card or a monster effect is activated that targets this face-up card on the field, or a monster this card points to, quick effect, you can discard the same type of card, monster, spell, or trap, negate the activation. When this link summoned card is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard, you can special summon one level four warrior normal monster from your deck, and if you do. Add one level four warrior monster from your deck to your hand. Pretty good. Oh, yeah, uh, that, link yeah. arrows point up, down, left, down, right. So, okay, that, that arrows aren't great for its effect. Um, not the best. They could be better. Right. Uh, but I mean, because the arrow also points up, you could also theoretically your opponent like tries to equip something. Yeah. You could just negate it. Yeah, that is kind of funny. If uh, if this thing is pointing to it. Um. You also have Gravekeeper Spy. This is actually a really good reprint because this card was getting oh, yeah. really, really hard to find. For GOAT format players. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, that's... Majestic Dragon, Stardust, Jalong. Which is both for Birth to Destiny where they have the new... Stardust support. Yeah. Uh, Rescue Rabbit. That's a nifty little reprint. This oh, would yeah. Make a, judging by the lettering, it looks like it could be a collector's rare. Ooh, collector rare rabbit. That would be awesome. Uh, ZW Tornado Bringer, ZW Ultimate Shield, ZW Eagle Claw. So yeah, some ZW, some ZW reprints for, for Burst of Destiny. Yeah. Well, no, Lightning Overdrive. Yeah, for a uh, Lightning Overdrive Burst. I think there's a couple more cards of Burst of Destiny, but then there's also the Utopia Structure Deck coming out. Well, this Utopia Structure Deck is an OCG thing. We yeah, don't have that but, confirmed here. Yeah, yet. but still, that's still support for Utopia. Right. Scrap Twin Dragon, Cloud Castle. Cloud Castle is an awesome reprint here. Oh, definitely. Uh, Baxia, Brightness of the Yang Zing, Xiaofang, Phantom of the Yang Zing. Eh, alright, whatever. Number 39, Utopia. That would make an awesome collector's rare. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Evolsar, Dolka. Wonderful this, reprint. Oh, such a good reprint. These were like up to like 15, 20 bucks. Uh, Wind Up Arsenal, Zenmayo. Awesome An- reprint. Another expensive reprint. Those were like, what, 40? Yeah, I think a near-mint first Edwin was like 
somewhere between 30 and 40 and for no reason only because it had one secret rare printing a decade ago yeah wild number 30 c39 utopia ray constellar ptolemy m7 light warrior support yeah no that's machine well the utopia ray is a warrior okay yeah no no, no. like i'm saying the ptolemy m7 because you can uh because uh you can make the uh what's it called there's a level five constellar platies yeah you can make platies and then make m7 on top of platies oh okay okay uh zw leo arms a great reprint yeah so number 49 fortune tune number f0 utopic future this will be his second reprint this is Another great reprint in this set, and it goes perfectly with the Utopic uh, Draco Future. Infinite Cards, Rhoda. Rhoda would be an awesome, awesome Collector's Rare. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been like every other rarity. Why not also be Collector's Rare at this point? Right. The Warrior Returning Alive ties to Brethren, some generic Warrior stuff. Pot of Duality. This would also make an awesome Collector Rare. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unexpected Die, World Legacy Guard Dragon, solid reprint. Lightning Storm. This one is confirmed to be a collector's uh, rare. Now, keep in mind that in this set, the collector rares are also rare. Right, which means more than likely this card will be printed as both rare and collector's rare. Um, So, get your Lightning Storms, guys. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, Rivalry of Warlords, Converging Wishes, the Wicked Dreadroot, Wicked Avatar, and Wicked Eraser. So. Which we already knew about the Wicked Gods coming in there. Right, so Lightning Storm. That is such an awesome reprint. That oh, yeah. is sell the set kind of a reprint oh yeah no like that that's uh you know what i've got four bucks i'll buy a pack yeah really i mean that's go to walmart and when like like oh yeah hey look they have king square yeah let me grab some king square they have lightning storm in there yeah i'll grab like one or two yeah for sure it it that's like a sell the set kind of a thing oh yeah so oh yeah so overall this is a really good set yeah, it really is. I mean, it's not really going to upset the meta in any way, as far as I can see. Um, outside of then everyone's going to have lightning storms. Yeah. So, that that's pretty good. But, I mean, that's not that's not a bad thing. No, not at all. I mean, lightning storm is a, is a great card. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm kind of excited to... Uh, I'm kind of excited to see where this takes us. I want to see if the all of the generic warrior support and the warrior turbo helps out any other decks i'm interested to see if it gets splashed any in hero decks because realistically like a lot of this can be splashed in an elemental hero deck easily well just hero deck in general well yeah yeah um so. yeah <clears throat> i mean another i mean another possibility is someone figuring out warrior toolbox in the year of our lord 2021 right that would be hilarious i mean it's and it's a realistic thing right because it's good. It's good for all warriors. Oh, yeah, just generic. Uh, and they're all light, so you just got to find some good dark warriors to back it up. Um, And, yeah, you have easy access to BLS. Just straight-up GOAT format warrior toolbox in 2021 advanced. <laughs> right. Um, I don't think we're going to ever get that point, but that would be funny. So, you want to talk a little bit about some uh, upcoming stuff? Uh, I mean, is there anything else that we can? Nope, that's pretty much it. As far as uh, that was, the, I just read out the entire set list. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, not a very big set. Again, it's a little sixty-three reprint set, just like Toon Kingdom was uh last year. Uh, Toon Chaos. Yeah, Toon Chaos. My bad. Toon Kingdom came in and it was like one of the face cards. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you get my point though. It's it's not a very big set, but it's. Definitely going to be a really good set. Yeah, I mean, it it's solid, for sure. You know, it's not like the greatest that we ever had. And a lot of it will depend on the collector's rares, right? Cause, oh, yeah. I mean, there's going to be probably 15 collector's rares or more. Yep. So. Oh, yeah. You know, then, of course, the Lightning Storm coming out as a collector rare also, like we said, means it's also going to be rare, meaning it's going to be cheap to actually get. Right, right. So, budget players can now get Lightning Storm. So... Let's um let's talk a little bit about the there's three the next three weekends are all gonna yes. be all we're all gonna have some tournaments happening. Yeah, not this weekend. We're talking starting July third next weekend. Right. So first we have the Femboy Yu Gi Oh tournament, which was 
originally slated to be this week or the weekend of 27th of June, which is uh, this air. This episode will air on that Tuesday, which will be what the 29th. Yeah, two days after it was supposed to have happened. Right. Um, So this will this will happen two days after, but it got postponed because of new ban list. No, I don't know the entire reason why it got postponed, but it got postponed for I, I don't like I don't know the actual reason. But it got postponed to after the ban list. So it'll have the ban list also in place. Kind of sad for me. I was going to run Dragon Link. Right. Oh, well. Um, Do you have any idea what you're going to run heading into this event? Um, That really depends. Um, Right now, I'm leaning on a trap control, a little more trappish control deck. I really don't want to say too, too much. Oh, come on now. But if I can get if I can get one more Angelie, I'm most likely going to end up running Medulce. Okay, so what are you... What do you plan on? Um, what are you planning on anticipating as far as the meta? How many people are are gonna enter this? Uh, let's see. I I have no idea. Oh, there's, um, so there's no cap. There, uh, as far as I know, I don't think there is. I don't think there is. Okay. Um, I mean, I think last time they had like twelve people. I think. Something okay. Like that. They didn't have a whole lot of people. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's free to enter. Uh, first place gets. Place at a drone lock. Place at a drone lock. Birds or a TCG player. Twelve dollar uh, gift card. Yeah, something like that. Look, I, it says here. Uh, okay, I was told to do these two tournament reads in my best uh, radio announcer voice. Do it. Announcing Remote Duel FCS. First time hosting a Remote Duel tournament. As always, it's free to enter. Prizes this time are a 10 euro slash 12 dollar gift cards for top three and a playset of gold Droll and Lockbird for first place. That will be on the 3rd of July. Hope to see you there. Well, come on. Now you can't talk like that. You gotta talk like this. You gotta get with that old New Yorker accent. What? No. What yeah, that's nuts? the old. That's the classic New accent. Like, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. It's got to be the like the monster truck voice. Monster truck rally. Let's go. Yu-Gi-Oh rally. Let's go. Oh my god. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You take a page of the whole seat, but you only need the edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm so stuffed up because my allergies and laughing is like shaking my whole head and making me question life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I laughed too hard at that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, what are you anticipating the meta looking like going into this event? Um, probably dry, lots of Drytron and lots of Tri Brigade. And now remember, this is remote duel. This is not dueling book. Yes. So these people have to own the cards. Yes, lots of Drytron, lots of Tri Brigade. I don't know that you'll see necessarily a ton of Drytron. No, maybe it's an expensive deck. I mean, so is Tri Brigade. Yeah, but Tri Brigade's not as expensive as Drytron. Nowhere near as expensive. What was Diviner at? Like what, seventy a pop? Uh, I think eighty actually. So I'm like over here in the U- in the U.S. of A. Of course. Right, right. It's expensive. Um, but yeah, no, Tri Brigades aren't near as expensive. I think the most expensive card in the deck is Zeus. If you're running Zoo. Yeah, if you're running the Zoo engine, Zeus is the yeah. most expensive card. If Other than that, it's Shirag slash Fractal, which are both about twenty five. Yeah, twenty five to thirty. Um, and you and you only need what two Shirag, not not the full playset. Yeah, you only need two Shirag, but you need three Fractal. Yeah, yeah, that's a requirement. So you're looking at minimum to build the deck three six nine twelve one hundred and fifty bucks just for those five cards. Yeah, and then you still have all the rest of the yeah, but that's all a couple of dollars a piece. At most. Yeah, the more expensive part is going to be, like, your Opelousa. You kind of can't run the deck without the $160 access code talker. You can, but... I'm telling you, I thought gonna... I always thought you could, too. And I recently started using access code talker. Like, last weekend's tournament, I played access code talker. And I was like, wow. Like, at Locals, it dominated. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, like, 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 like I was about to say, like, you don't need it, but you're going, but almost every duel you're going to go, I wish I had, because I could just go for game here. Yeah, like, I've always told myself, like, ah, I'll just play Boral Swords just as good. It's really not. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a good replacement if you straight up can't drop the $160 on the, on the, on the, uh, access code talker. But that's like comparing, um... Infinite impermanence to effect failure. It really is. 
I never thought it would make that much of a difference, but it really does. I mean, yeah, Lois verified for a near mint one is one forty five right now, which is insane. Um, yeah, it's going up instead of down, even though we're ninety percent sure it's getting a reprint. Yeah. Okay, so first place here is a place out of Droll and Lockbird, so I won't be able to enter because I will be on vacation. Yeah, but I, I, I definitely will be entering. Right. So we hope to hope there's a big turnout for this tournament. Um, hopefully, we get to see some cool stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, let's the and, and the then, following weekend, which is July tenth and eleventh, I think, or the eleventh and twelfth. I don't remember which. Um, that is the remote dual YCS, right? Being run by Konami themselves. The cool part about this one is all you have to do is register, and you get a field center and a play mat. They'll ship it to your door. Yep, and some packs too, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think you also get uh, either. I think you also get probably like five or six. I imagine it's supposed to be Lightning Overdrive. Yeah, I'm 9% supposed to be Lightning Overdrive. At that point, they might put some King's Court in there, too. I don't know. They might. They might. Yeah, they might. Yeah, they might just be just a bunch of King's Court, which would be cool. Um, I think I've seen videos of other people, like, opening their packages from Konami. And it's literally just, like, whatever they have in stock at the time. They'll just throw, like, five or six packs of whatever in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is cool. You know, you know. But but the cool part is that the mat, in my opinion, looks great it's uh, arm dragon thunder it's level three five seven and ten and yep. it looks really cool and then the it really level does seven or level ten i think it's level seven for the field center yeah 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 it looks nice um not the best looking mat i've ever seen i've seen better looking mats uh from a ycs or something like that but it's still a nice it's still one of the nicer ones oh for sure yeah easily in the top five best i've seen um I'm going to try to enter that one. I'm going to sign up for sure to get the playmat, but I actually don't know for sure that I'm actually going to play any in that tournament, maybe the first round or two, because I'm going to have a bunch of family in town that weekend. Oh, I'll, I'll be I'll be entering and playing. Right. Big time. Again, if I can get that, if I can get that and Jelly, I might do Madolce. If I can't, I'll probably just do Trap Shit All. We're going to make sure. It might, I don't know that Angeli will happen for next weekend, but we're going to make sure that Angeli happens for, this, for that yeah. tournament. Uh, let's see, and then the next week is uh, Ronin Totem's tournament. Right, right, free entry for everyone. <laughs> Ronin Totem Yu-Gi-Oh! is putting on the Totemant Cup Series 1, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, July 17th. For more info, you can add him on Twitter. First place wins $100, US second place wins a full box of Lightning Overdrive. This will be a deckless-required dueling book tournament. So... To enter this, I think you just go on his Discord server and yeah, and you uh, let they, him know. Yeah, right? they, yeah, they have. They guess all the rules on how to enter and all that. Um, you know, you give him his, you give him your deck list. Once you give him, you give you have until like the day before to get your deck list entered. But once you enter it, that's it. You're locked in. Right. Yeah. So can't make any changes to it. Yeah. Just make sure you let him know that you want to play. Uh, I think he wants to get, like, a couple hundred people. Like, I think he wants, like, 128, ideally. Yeah, ideally. Um, yeah. So he, he, he wants it to be a real big tournament, which I am, honestly, I'm all for. So. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool, because uh, then you get a lot of ideas, deck ideas, into the tournament. Yeah. So, um, I guess you can kind of anticipate seeing... I mean, in a dueling book tournament, you're going to see everything. You're going to oh, yeah. see all your Drytrons, your Tri-Brigades, whatever's meta. And honestly, oh, yeah. by that time, you could really see some kind of a Dragon Link combo coming back around. Oh, yeah. I mean, a couple of you have already come up with a couple of a couple of ideas. Um, but... I know there's a Crusadia build that's really good. And the yeah. Crusadia build is still, like... It can still put out, like, Dragoon, Boarload, Savage, and some change and, and change you know yeah yeah but a big issue with a lot of these combos from what i've seen is if you ash the striker they just kind of rough they just kind of look at you and go past turn yeah it's way way less resilient than it yeah. used to be oh you know it's very much a one hand trap you're done past turn so 
do you feel like now moving forward, Dragon Link is just not something you have to worry about? Because as long as you have any interruption, you just kind of win. Not necessarily. Um, I would still keep siding, you know, the stuff you would normally side, but that's most because a lot of the sides that hit, uh, Dragon Link also hit just about every other deck in the format. Nibiru's. Yeah, um, Nibs. Uh, Droll, hits Blossom, it a, Droll hits Droll. it a little harder than it used to. Oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, like, yeah, because, yeah, cause, like, they'll, you know, like, like, if they get off their striker, and you draw them on the striker dragon... Depending upon what else is in their hand, that could be turn that could that could end their turn right there. Even even though they would still get off a little bit more, they could push just like one or two more cards out. Droll is such, Droll is such a good card this format. Yeah. Like if um, you if you droll a tri brigade player's ten key, you win. If you droll at any point after the like basically on the first search in Drytron, if you droll them, you just win. Yeah, they, they pass their turn from there. Yeah, so, speaking of Drytron, I said in the last episode that you can you can summon Diviner, send Herald of the Arclight, and activate a Drytron, uh, <clears throat> summon the Drytron, and sink seven, and make Black Rose. It's a good recovery play. Yeah. It's a good play in general. It, it really is. Like, in testing, I've seen it in testing. It works really well. It's actually, like, really good. Surprising. I have... I wasn't supposed to say anything in the last episode. That was an inside secret between a couple of buddies. But oh, I have no. been told that now that I've said something, I have to give credit to Dylan. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Dylan, the one that was on the podcast last week, that was his idea. That is his baby. He came up with it all on his own. We were mid-testing when he saw that, and he was like, wait a minute, I could do this. And it really, really works wonders, because it's it's a good, like I said, it's a good recovery play. It'll clear your opponent's board, force an answer, and then it kind of just clears the way for you to do whatever you want. It's like oh, yeah. evenly in main phase one. Oh, yeah. I, but, uh, oh, yeah, but like then something else that you also have to remember about Black Rose Dragon is that even if they just negate and not destroy it, you then have a 24 body on board. And the cool part is that if they do something like Impermit, you can chain Forbidden Droplet and send it. Yep, and you still get the Field Nuke effect off. Exactly. Um. Oh yeah, there, there's lots of things you can do with it. It's 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 definitely a thing, which is surprising considering how old the card is. It's like a decade old at this point. Oh, it's over a decade old. That card came yeah. out like 2009? 2010 Some, at the latest. Yeah. At, at the latest. Was, I, think. I think it was before 2010. I think it was literally 08, yeah. 09. It was. It was the third set for five Ds, I believe. Which I think the. So I think it was Stardust, and then and then. Uh... Okay, so wait, hold on. Shining Darkness was the second to last GX set. Yeah. So that was two thousand eight, middle of the year in two thousand eight. Yeah. So Shining Dark. So that would be early two thousand nine. So Cross Crossroads of Chaos, which was where Stardust, which is where um, Black Rose debuted. It would be about the third set. Okay, yeah, yeah. About, yeah. about like August, September of that year. Yeah, because yeah, I know the first set was Stardust Dragon. The second set for 5Ds was... Red Dragon Archfiend. Red Dragon Archfiend. So the third set would have been Black Rose. Or Ancient Fairy? No, it would have been Black Rose, I think. Yeah, and then I think they did a set with Ancient Fairy where they what had... What am I doing? I have a Black Rose ulti. I can tell you exactly what set it was. Fair enough. It is Crossroads of Chaos, which like like we yeah, said, was second like, oh, last five Yeah, yeah, third from the first, first. So, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we needed to cover while we're here. Uh, no, I think that's about it. Well, sounds like it was a good episode to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like I mean, we spent three fourths of it just talking about uh. King's Court, which was a long time was Konami's big secret, but it's Konami's big secret, and now Victoria knows what this secret is. Wait, what? I, I was making a Victoria's Secret joke. Oh, okay, that was not a good joke. Womp womp. They can't all be they. They can't all be winners. Yeah, not they're not all bangers. It's okay. Yeah. Sometimes they just don't land. That one d- didn't land. Yeah, that one crash landed <laughs> into the middle of the ocean. It's okay. We'll get them next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that will wrap us and caleb's bad jokes up for the day thank you so much for listening everybody 
Please be sure to come back next time. Again, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anything except Spotify, be sure to leave us, subscribe, follow us, and leave us a review. The review helps us so, so much. It tells us what we're doing well. It tells us what we're doing not so well. It gives us information. It helps us out in algorithms. It gets us suggested more. When people look up Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcasts, we'll actually pop up. Yeah. So please, please leave us a review, preferably five stars. But at the end of the day, it is up to you, and we want to hear from you no matter what. Please be sure to follow us on Twitter at Top Cut Podcast, at Dat Chumley, and at JamTheMan17. Be sure to check out the Team Dark Arm Dealings YouTube channel. You can find them, a link to them in our description. They are our sister channel. They are local to us. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Right now, we mostly it's mostly just an archive for our podcast episodes, but hopefully, maybe sometime in the near future, we can start doing some actual YouTube content. Oh, yeah. Please... Be sure to check out the Ronin Tonin on uh, Ronin Tonin Yu-Gi-Oh on Twitter at Femboy Yu-Gi-Oh on Twitter, and you can go to their through their Twitters to their Discord servers to sign up for both of their tournaments. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If there's anything I missed, please hit us up. If there's anything we're missing here, for information-wise, something we got wrong, please hit us up. We love hearing from our fans, and we appreciate all of you so much. Oh, yeah, it's greatly appreciated, particularly when we make mistakes, because we're not very bright. <laughs> Caleb, you got anything to add? Uh, nothing else. Nothing I can think of. Seems like you summed up everything pretty nicely. Awesome. Well, that'll wrap us up. Thank you, everybody, and have a wonderful day. Take care, everybody. Also, before we leave, I'm not 100% sure that there will be an episode Friday. We're going to try to put something yeah. together. But I will be out of town all this week, so we won't be able to record on our normal Tuesday time slot. Or Wednesday when we record. So yeah, please, we will follow us on Twitter. That way, you know exactly when the next episode is coming. Oh yeah. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.